good evening uh, this is my call um yet again with a very interesting uh, episode uh regarding business entrepreneurs um this series of first eight episodes series uh is in relation to business entrepreneurship um we interview industry specialists um give our startup advice and we talk about business in general uh let me explain um that fm anchor can be heard in around 80 countries including about and a whole lot of other sites as well um today uh, we very honored to have a guest from london very first international guest uh, mr manzar gurey um he is basically a development consultant working in it industry um and with in you know different industries he he's uh, also looks up in a broadcaster working for the media as well um, a very warm welcome to manzar thank you how have you been and how's the weather treating you in london well uh, weather is a bit stormy the last couple of days and uh, apart from that uh, things are fine as fine as it can be under covid so mm-hmm. things are okay right um as most of our guests in pakistan they they'd love to hear from you in terms of covid and its effect on on our lives on on our careers um and um we'd also like to um ask you as to where the career curve and direction is going um with all the 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 digital revolution a whole lot of us thought we could do without having um you know digital skills but for now for entrepreneurs everything's gone virtual so our topic for today is uh, effects of covid on business and um what's the way forward and your advice to uh, young entrepreneurs so manzar I'd, i'd like you to uh, tell our young entrepreneurs a little about your life journey you come from pakistan you you worked very hard you settled uh, you settled in 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 the uk and you you worked across many different industries um so if you'd like to uh, say a little about what you're doing at and uh, how covid treated you um and how what's the situation like in london yeah um to just a brief interview uh, intro about myself um i'm qualified both in finance and it and uh, i started my career as a uh, initially in the finance but i didn't like it but since i was also qualified in it so i chose mm-hmm. to switch over to it and something which mixes mm-hmm. up both automatically that was like it had to happen so both mm-hmm. where it and finance the merge was at back, back then it was just making basic financial modules or uh, mm-hmm. and later on uh, <laughs> what we call today is erp enterprise resource planning softwares like that mm-hmm. so this is what i started doing sure. so i started my career uh, with a company in pakistan and uh, started uh, with computers and software development and uh, uh briefly also uh we were partners with the, the microsoft and uh, as microsoft mm-hmm. partners they used to call it back then microsoft was not it was big but it was not that big 
anyway so then ultimately i moved down to here, here to uk and i've been here for quite a few decades now uh wow. so i then i started uh, working here and established myself here uh mm-hmm. once i was here so uh, you i really like your topic that you picked up which is about uh, the challenges to the new entrepreneurs and especially in light of uh, what is happening in the covid uh to start with i mean we have to know basically you know if any person who wants to set up uh any new uh business uh, they have to go through a lot of challenges uh to start with for example uh they have to know first of all the financing and uh, then they have to do the team building and they have to be a visionary and we talking about a new person and then dealing with the unknown and the loneliness that you get when you are right at the top because there's nobody you can consult with if you want to take decisions and sure. and then uh, also because if you're starting up a new business you have to also make the rules how to run this business and sure. uh, these are some of the issues very basic ones and uh, but before all that um the basic thing first of all what happens is that you have to first of all take a decision whether you want to continue as a entrepreneur or you want to take up a job because if you're qualified then of course mm-hmm. you have to abandon your career and you have to go into mm-hmm. a business which is completely unknown you don't know whether it's going to work or it's not going yes. to work and that is a biggest risk and a lot of people they started business and and with a vision but one of the thing is missing and then they they cannot be successful uh, and uh, another problem comes up that uh, uh, even when you're doing it your sustainability has to be there because it takes few years for a business to settle in and finally you you can start earning from that so these are basically what these were the normal things which everyone was facing any new entrepreneur on top of that we yeah. got covid yes the problem is that for with, with the covid entire national economies they started thinking you know that uh, more than 30% of the gdp of uk came down and similar mm-hmm. across the europe and same thing happened with other countries luckily pakistan was one of those ones probably out of the because of probably the the decisions that the government took uh that they're not going to stop the economies wherever they went for complete lockdown the economy really knows dive and a lot of jobs later on are at stake i mean i i um sorry to cut you but i was just talking to a friend from london today in the morning and and she just started a few years back this was in 2011 she started a, a makeup academy um she just started learning she was never good at makeup but somehow it just clicked and she went on to uh invest in an academy and it was very sad listening to her today where she said that covid has affected my business because people are very careful with you know hygiene and you know uh, social distancing and all um and i was reading today about cineworld you must have heard about yeah the closing down cinemas. yeah closing down with 2 to 3000 uh, but 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 what i'm trying to the reason why i discuss these two um where but as i i mentioned these two examples was that somewhere manzar um the government or the business strategists we did see this coming we did see the 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 trend of cinemas finishing with all the digital revolution and we've seen uh, cds and 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 um, you know movie cinemas and this is, i mean the direction going more towards netflix and also we don't we see all this coming i mean 
we had to wait for covid to sort of you know take drastic steps like somewhere we, we did have signs of this happening uh, in the future yes it was expected just like uh, not too long ago we used to have his uh, um, uh, uh, hmc uh, on uh, hmv sorry the company that used to sell mm-hmm. cds uh, or, or the cassettes cassettes they used to sell it all across the uk and then came i mean what i'm trying yeah. to say is that we we did see the digital revolution yes. and things become more uh, you know online so i think the cinemas were forecasting but i think they took too long and i think it was just a punch in the face and it was too sudden covid and with that it's just suddenly changed the way we teach our kids the way we work um and i think adapting ourselves to that uh, i'd like you to highlight uh, a little on that yes i mean it's it's not easy uh, and there are people who will become completely redundant now in the news they're saying things like human beings will become irrelevant you know we'll have robots and we're talking about artificial intelligence and we're talking about computers taking over so it's quite a scary thought yes uh, that's what that's where i was coming to actually uh, when i was talking about hmv they used to have the biggest library of movies but they were all on cassettes or cds they did not mm-hmm. uh, as you say that you have to adapt to the changing realities they could have easily made something similar to what netflix is today for for hmv it could have been a matter of just thinking and then maybe little bit of investment and they could have started they didn't Mm-hmm. they they were a bit stubborn on that and they thought that okay okay we're going to hold on and they continued with that plus then they realized at some point of time that they had so many shops which were there uh, they owned all, all those real estate and they worked out that mm-hmm. if they reduced the company to a smaller size mm-hmm. uh, all those buildings could mm-hmm. be sold and they can make money but the point was that they mm-hmm. could not adapt in time so they were lost and mm-hmm. others took over mm-hmm. same thing goes for uh, any businesses nowadays a lot of businesses like uh, in uk if you talking about the uk and europe uh, the hospitality business is the hardest hit the restaurants and and yeah. the pubs basically the pubs they uh, they really suffered and their the people who are visiting pubs uh, and uh, and the restaurants it came down literally uh, next to nothing yeah and how do we how do they go out of this uh, the government actually tried to finance it i'm just telling you what happened in uk in the last, ever since covid the government the government tried to finance them little bit but there's a limit to how much government can finance and they could have they might have actually come out of it but then this second wave that is almost a killer as it, when it comes to the businesses in uk uh, the second wave mm-hmm. has actually taken more businesses down if you go now certain important uh, you know very busy areas like uh, for the asians it used to be south hall for example and there are other like mm-hmm. uh, if you go to camden for example the the stable market so, and other ways there were yeah. small entrepreneurs there were startup and in south hall there were big established businesses when you go today more than 50% of the shops have closed so it's like shuttered down That's so crazy. it is really sad and that gives a shock that okay mm-hmm. it's going to hit any and every business now ultimately because the purchasing power of the mm-hmm. people has gone now and if that happens how can the uh, uh, the economy survive itself so coming out yes. of this would be really very difficult it more devast- devastating than the second world war i think and the way uh, things yeah. happened after second world war there was still a hope there was nothing blocking it in this case 
even if mm-hmm. you want to put in money you don't know whether it's going to yeah. start or not if there's a third wave or something like that happens again then so yes, th- yes. this is what happened and now although everyone is saying about the digital the digital there's a good the goods and bad about that the digital it works but what happened is that even if one company like if there were uh, hundreds of shops which were selling uh, video cassettes earlier then if, when the netflix came on a very fraction of the price you can have all the movies at your hand so sure. so big entrepreneurs who big companies or the multinationals they've got unlimited resources when they come into any business yeah. they actually destroy yeah. every other small business underneath it just like when alta came and and these big stores like tesco they literally sh- mm. managed to shut down most of the corner shops but yeah. then at the same time there are opportunities uh, like walmart was not doing well asda mm-hmm. was uh, uh, under pressure and they wanted to yeah. because for for them uh, walmart uh, uh, although asda is uh, asda was valued at 6 to 7 billion dollars uh, billion pound mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. for walmart it was not big enough and they didn't want to expose themselves so they wanted to get rid of it they sold it and two pakistani brothers they bought it asda now is 3 days back two pakistani brothers they bought it they took that opportunity they had enough resources and they had uh, the what what i should say uh, the will to do it so yeah. these opportunities will be there because when these these uh, covid like just like the cinemas they going to crash a lot of cinemas will be gone they say that altogether around yeah. 5500 jobs will be lost because of that but this will open up That's new opportunities for smaller entrepreneurs who could not compete yes. with the bigger businesses earlier now they have a chance so maybe yeah. somebody will pick up one or two cinemas out of the whole chain and they will start running those yeah so there will be opportunities provided that people uh, who are there to catch it so catching these kind of opportunities is not very uh, you have to be active all the time and mentally present there coming back to the yes yeah. I, i was yeah I, i was about to sort of say that that uh, the uh, earlier sort of uh, challenges that you spoke about for entrepreneurs i think one thing that um, uh, us as human beings post covid and as entrepreneurs we have to be very quick you know in making our decisions and being vigilant um, you know and not take time like you just spoke about uh HMV and you know a whole lot of people who were just waiting or the but you know when i was in, in the uk this is when i came back uh i shifted back to pakistan in 2000 and uh, uh 16 17 and while i was there there was still this this thing going on about cinemas running at a loss and it wasn't as if you know netflix had arrived so they they could and had they taken um you know uh, action earlier on maybe they would have uh, not gone at such huge yeah yeah exactly now coming uh, coming back to your original question the problem is that we can see that the whole economies the national economies are falling are uh, the sinking down actually uh, if they go 30% mm-hmm. that means that there's going to be joblessness everywhere and as you know and we've all experienced that when with the job mm-hmm. when there there are people without job then the crime rate also goes up so many things start happening yes. wrong in any society yeah so mm-hmm. but so the government has to come up with they have to every government have to come up with a plan 
to uh, start or yeah, kick start the economy i i i'd heard that uh, the uk government was uh, um uh, you know uh, kind enough to sort of uh, um help tenants and landlords especially tenants you know where they were given extra th- um also i've heard that they've been uh, quite supportive as far as uh, grants and loans to uh, entrepreneurs i i don't know if you'd like to reflect more on that obviously it's uh, we're talking about a first world country and as uh, compared to pakistan uh, i think all these initiatives were taken by the government and uh, i don't know if you'd like to reflect more on what the government's doing and how the community is coping up and getting back all right uh, and uh, And all right i'll tell you first of all how the british government tackled it what they did was that they uh, first of all they uh, there was a probability that a lot of people will lose job the moment they lose job they will not have the ability to pay their rent and if they cannot pay their rent then they'll be kicked out so they quickly the government moved very fast and they came up with a law that people could not be kicked out or they cannot be evicted from their properties uh, which they are renting sure. also all the tenants uh they were uh, allowed to live in even if they could not pay the rent and if they cannot pay the rent then they had they were supposed to discuss it with the landlord and come up with a payment plan however uh, that was one side the other side was that the tenants a lot of people are investors when uh, the landlords are investors basically so if they could not get the rent they cannot pay the mortgage so that mm-hmm. became another issue so government came up with an idea okay if you are uh, if you uh, if you have a property on mortgage so then they said that you will reduce it so for that period of time for 3 to 4 months you do not have to pay full amount whatever is due will be will remain due and will add up into your later installments rather than taking it now so they gave little bit of flexibility mm-hmm. although that that had its own uh, it's more like a two uh, double edged sword cut both ways so it did mm-hmm. help uh for that point of time but for the future their uh, the tables for the landlords it really piled up on the mortgage side so uh, that was one thing but uh, so this is how they handled uh, people who were living in the houses for the jobs what government did, did was mm-hmm. that they gave a furlough scheme that means that uh, so that the companies do not fire their employees they say that if you allow them to have a furlough that means that they can stay home not work the government will pay 80% of their salary the government did pay 80% of the salaries so a lot of people they stayed home and they kept taking the salary but the 20% of the salary was paid by the entrepreneurs however as an entrepreneur it it, it was a little bit of help if it was only for 2 or 3 months it would have helped but it has dragged on now it's mm-hmm. over 6 months now so what has right. happened that even if the government is paying that the 20% if entrepreneurs pay and then the <coughs> and then the deductions of the tax and the income tax for the employee and the national insurance that has to be paid that adds up to uh, mm-hmm. an amount which was uh, which started biting the businesses so a lot of businesses they started laying off or stacking their employees and uh, that scenario is now we are in at the moment uh, so the government tried to give uh, finance to the they say that interest free they will give us whatever the turnover of the businesses they will uh, be allowed to have 20% of the, their uh, turnover 
they can take a loan and right. that will be free for a year and then later year they have to pay very low interest rate like 2% they can pay it off later years uh, that was one thing but with this came another issue that the banks they stopped opening the new businesses account so this is where we are at the moment today, as as of today like uk does not allow none of the banks is allowing to open a new business account and it has been going on for the last 6 months now so that is actually hurting badly uh, now so mm-hmm. as we know that uh, for any economy the growth mm-hmm. comes with the new businesses which start and it's usually the yeah. uh, the small and medium enterprises which are the main uh, driving force for any economy but with this trend what is happening now that the old businesses they could not continue of course they were closing down but if the new businesses if the new entrepreneurs they cannot open up their bank accounts how they going to start a business so that become like an, an another deadlock so the government has to be continuously and i admire uh, the current government in uk for, for one reason that they have been dynamic they are not waiting long for taking decisions if they see an issue they try to resolve it as soon as possible so that economy doesn't stop but it still has not helped the the basic uh, concept of lockdown was a mistake although in pakistan there was a time when everyone was screaming that it should be a lockdown i think everyone should thank the government that they did not go for complete lockdown otherwise it would have been really a disaster for the whole economy just like uk because ever since then uk is still trying to recover out of that and they i don't see any uh, for the next 6 months at least i don't see any proper recovery it's going to drag on for 5 to 6 months so so i think people have um, you know we we have to sort of take the right sops and we we have to learn how to live with this so uh, take us a little to the, uh, the second wave that they're talking about and and keeping uh, the uk's weather um and you know with um, uh, people getting uh, cold and stuff what what how do you see the second wave do you see another lockdown or i did hear there was partial lockdown in, in some parts of the uk um would you see that you know full lo- lockdown happening or a further uh, nose dive for the economy i, I don't think so that uh, uk can yeah i i don't think that uk can now sustain another complete lockdown now the kind of lockdown we have is something it's in between of what uk had earlier and what pakistan had so it's like hybrid of that mm-hmm. lockdown so they locking down a city or a certain area of a city but not the entire city or uh, entire country or mm-hmm. an entire as we call here the the different states that we have yes. here and at the worst it's over i mean the 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 figures that we had to reach in terms of you know the the initial disaster and destruction that took place uh, so we know now how to better deal with with the situation yes. and all um i know you've uh, talked extensively about covid and the business situation in the uk um being someone who um Uh, you know works as a freelancer for for, for the media um and you have this excellent knowledge of, of history and your general knowledge and 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 also because you worked um, as a consultant for like wide range of different industries and your experience amongst different continents like you worked in the middle east in england um europe pakistan um where do you see things going and how do you what 
what are your suggestions for improving the situation where where do we because we we have to be positive and it it, it looks like gloomy right but uh, what what would you like to say about what the future holds for us and how we can come out of it as a, as as a I think to be honest with you if you look at the growth rate let's go little back uh, maybe a year or so back if you look at the growth rate of uk uh, or the, and the entire europe it was like stagnant it was just maybe 1% or 2% growth and that's it it could not grow it didn't have any space mm-hmm. to grow its economy so this mm-hmm. is kind of uh, this crash which will happen ultimately i expect that it will ultimately mm-hmm. bring another mm-hmm. uh, cycle of boom and bust so uh, it will again start mm-hmm. recovery and then that means that the growth will start ultimately uh, for the europe but do you think brexit uh, pre covid brexit changed things and then with covid it has it has multiplied yeah it has actually multiplied and i think we, we never got out of the uh, recession in 2007 did, did we ever recover from that i mean I, well I it we yeah you're you're right about that i mean if you say right. that we have completely came out of that recession uh it is of course mm-hmm. questionable because we just managed to uh, sus- um, uh, keep it under the covers for a little longer and uh, uh, mm-hmm. we, they did not learn that good of a lesson uh, i think because if the the, yeah. the whole again economy yes. is based on uh, mostly a few sectors which all those sectors like uh, the the heathrow itself and the real estate and the education and the uh and and the services industries which britain has and few little they used to sell uh export the uh the high tech things like uh um ammunition and and airplane engines so all these in- industries have been hit and because they have gone down it has not happened in uh, that badly in the asian countries so this asian countries are going coming up mm-hmm. so if it takes longer for europe to recover then it may not be able to recover completely because then they will have somebody to compete with before that they did not have any competition with the with the asian countries now they have it so if that has happened so yeah. now with china i mean uh, it's just a matter of time you cannot deny the fact that i mean they're the second most uh, richest economy and uh, they they are thinking going towards becoming a superpower and that the shift of power and you know whatever from from the west to the east and 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 you know the change in world politics so where we're looking at exciting Time's you know uh, stuff happening in the future in terms of you know uh, the next decade or two and with covid as well i mean it's it's uh, I'll, i'll 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 start I'll, with my second question but if you could just answer my previous question as to what uh, advice or what, what how do you see us coming out in terms of you know little initiatives yeah. or little steps as uh, a community and, and and mental health you know yeah that's uh, another issue that is one issue that so okay uh, yeah. basically uh, how it's if it comes to the local area like uh, within the country a business has to uh of course as i was saying that it will be it will rec- when it recovers it will be from small and medium enterprises and uh the government has to mm-hmm. uh, we call it tackle the short term challenges whatever the, it has you know uh, this these businesses and then mm-hmm. once that has been taken care of then we have to reduce the barriers the government has to reduce the barriers like yeah at the moment with that
yeah yeah sorry uh, the, another call yeah mean yeah. uh, so okay this is what happens that uh, the whole uh, they have to have three or two or three things very basic that they have to reduce the barriers that uh, uh, that are there and then they have to boost the entrepreneurial potential that businessman who comes in so you have to give them training quick training and uh, there should be some mentors who have business experience and they have to teach them how to do the business better so the, the small and medium enterprises the new enterprises they come up quickly and uh, if they don't do it then of course they come